0: Welcome to Wealth Mindset. A place where there is equal opportunity. A place where you decide, flourish, and commit. Where you have the freedom to be and thrive. Don't just fuel your passion, but walk in truth, in your divine purpose. Reap the rewards God has for you. Join us While we take a look inside the purpose mindset, where we look at business sense, money matters, coins and currency, and checks and balances. We talk about growing your network, net worth, and net income for your family and the community. Let's empower black families and support UMERadio.com don't also forget udmibrands.com and familyalltheway.com all right all right all right good morning good morning
1: it is said that our lives are transformed when our minds are renewed a wealthy life is therefore a product of a wealthy mindset the wealth mindset is a show that seeks to renew the mind with proven principles and plans and philosophies that will establish the right paradigms for prosperity in all areas of life. With the wealthy mindset, entrepreneurs and wealth seekers will be empowered to activate, innovate, create, elevate, and serve in order to thrive, not just survive. We will inspire people of color to create wealth, to leave an inheritance for their children's children and a legacy in them, a legacy that creates a new generation of wealthy mindsets. Good morning again, everyone. My name is Marsha Gay-Miles and welcome to our show, Wealth Mindset. I'm a digital entrepreneur and I am from Jamaica. So I'm literally building a digital business and a digital portfolio from Jamaica to the world, right? And it is my pleasure to be here Um, to share with everyone the wealth mindset. Now, I lead a global movement as well of entrepreneurs and wealth seekers. And I have identified in leadership, there is a common factor that plagues the majority. One rivals financial illiteracy, in my opinion. It, It rivals financial illiteracy. And that is a weak wealth mindset, a weak W-E-A-K, wealth mindset. And that even affected me. So how do you know that you have a weak wealth mindset? Well, here is a huge clue. If you have been learning, if information has been coming your way, if you have been educated, if you know that already, you know those persons that say, I know that already. I know I'm supposed to. I know, I know, I know but you're not doing it, you're not taking action, you're not implementing, you're not seeing that transformation in the results in your life, that is the biggest indicator of the fact that you have a weak wealth mindset. And so this show is really tailored to help you to identify it, to be aware of it, and it seeks to develop your mindset. So once your mind is properly set, you will be set up For a wealthy future, because that is what we all desire. So welcome again to the Wealth Mindset Show. Now, hot topics, the hot topics for this week on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I have named this topic the Legacy Legend. So I know everybody on this planet knows who Kobe Bryant is. This man is a legend in his game, in his field. God rest his soul. He has impacted so many lives. He has inspired so many. The Black community has been uplifted by his presence. And we are grateful. But what happened just this week has just blown our minds. You see, this basketball legend was also a very savvy investor. A savvy investor. We already know statistically so many sports um, icons and legends have made millions, million dollar deals on contracts. And then years after their retirement, they're broke. Not Kobe Bryant. And what has happened is that his estate of generational wealth just became even wealthier. According to blackenterprise.com, Kobe. Kobe Bryant made a six million US dollar investment acquiring 10% of the sports drink body armor back in March 2014, 2014 guys. That's seven years ago. And this Monday, seven years and some months later, Coca-Cola, the mega giant in beverages, right? Announced that, hey, we are going to be purchasing the remainder of this company so what you need to know is that coca-cola has 15 percent kobe had 10 right and other owners were involved and coca-cola said listen we want the whole company so they are going to buy out the rest of the company but because this company over the last seven years has grown in value kobe's six million dollar investment that bought him 10 percent seven years ago seven years later he is now going to be receiving four hundred million dollars let me repeat that you invested six million seven years later you're getting four hundred million from that transaction i did the math I'm a, you see i'm an engineer that's my background i'm a math lover and of course i'm an investor myself and i said wait a minute That's almost a 7,000% return on investment. Like that is phenomenal. How many people here are willing to invest for seven years knowing they're going to be getting a 7,000% return? Or for easy math, would you have invested seven years ago knowing that you're going to be reaping, right? A few hundred times your investment. Here we go, entertainment. Now, some people do not invest and want returns right away. Real investors understand what it takes. Yes, absolutely. Correct. Now, I am just, I'm so impressed, but what also just touched my heart, blessed me in such a phenomenal way, was the legacy aspect of it. The generational wealth, because the article literally said his generational wealth portfolio increased. That simply means that of course his wife that has inherited his estate, his children that have inherited his estate, they are now reaping the benefits of a father that was wise enough to leave an inheritance for his children's children. This is literally what it looks like, ladies and gentlemen. Legacy, you see Satin Brown is saying, we don't understand legacy, we understand paying bills, We only value or prioritize the now, the now, now, now. Of course, Kobe could have taken that 6 million US seven years ago, bought a house, bought a fancy car, went on a lavish vacation, rented a yacht. How many, how many, how much money per night was it that they claimed that Beyonce and Jay-Z rented that yacht out they went on for the summer? Like, those are the things that some people are doing with their money. And by the way, I'm not knocking Beyonce and Jay-Z because they're another level. You see, what they spend on that yacht is a very small percentage. So we have to understand apples with apples here. But Kobe was thinking future. Kobe was thinking inheritance, legacy, wealth, and generational wealth. And today, his children legitimately, literally, in every possible way, may never have to worry about money again. $400 million. Let me just say, let us say it's just split up. There's the wife and, I think, three of his children that remain. Imagine each of them, let us say split evenly, each of them now have 100 mil. Each of them now have 100 mil. And that was from one investment. His estate had so much more. This is a conversation that we need to be paying attention to because this is an example that we need to be following. Every single person, regardless of your age, your stage, your background, your race, your sex, like women, women, single women, we understand the demographics, we understand the statistics, you as well, single women, need to be putting things in place so that your children and their children are set up. You can do that. Now, it is a perfect time to parlay and pivot into our guest and the conversation we're going to be having with my guest and the interview this morning, because we're speaking about generational wealth. Now, I know a couple of you are listening and listening and reading the article, you probably heard it on the news. And I already know what some people have said. I don't have $6 million like Kobe Bryant. I don't have that kind of money to invest so that I can get 400 million. So it doesn't make sense. I already know that's where so many people are, their mindsets are. How do I know that? I was once there. I was once there. I was once one of those persons that thought I needed that amount to achieve the goals I desired. But that is not how investment is. That's just a huge misconception. That's why this show exists, so that we can be educating and changing the mindsets of the masses. So absolutely, entrepreneurs alone are saying we need to stop lying to ourselves. Yes, yeah, self-talk. Self-talk comes from self-thoughts, and that mind is saying we, we can't. We do not live in truth, especially when it comes to ownership. That is so so true. So thank you all for you know listening and sharing. And I'm hundred percent sure, as persons watch this recording, they're going to be really starting to think. And that's the intention. Start thinking about why have I been thinking wrong about investing and about legacy and about generational wealth. Now, I'm going to be now inviting my guests for this morning to the conversation. And we're Mm going to go right into it because, as I said, there's so many persons that are thinking generational wealth. I need six million U.S. dollars like Kobe Bryant. That's Mm -hmm. a lie. Would you believe, right? I'm getting right to you, Lakem. Would you believe that just a few, few, like even like $50 a month, like $20 a month could set up your children's children for when you are no longer here? It's mind blowing and you're thinking that's impossible. It's not. Now, the guest I have this morning is Mr. Lakem Wright. He is right here from Kingston, Jamaica. He's actually a wealth advisor and insurance agent with one of the largest insurance companies and financial services companies right here in Kingston, Jamaica. And of course I have to add, he says he's with the number one branch in the company as well. We have to speak about it, number one. So he is definitely aiming to be number one in the number one. And he is here to speak about insurance and how insurance is your ticket to generational wealth. Right, Lakeham?
2: Right. That's, that, that's correct that's correct Marsha.
1: absolutely so welcome to the wealth mindset show first of all i would love to hear from you in your own words what is generational wealth what does that mean to you
2: okay generational wealth sometimes again we get fixated on the the amount as you were saying before um not everybody can invest um on and six million and it can balloon to 400 million dollars that you can leave for your estate for me generational wealth is all about the transferring right we get fixated on the amount but not the transfer because it doesn't even matter how much you accumulate right in your in your life in a lifetime it matters what you are able to transfer to the next generation right because a lot of people have have gotten very rich but they weren't able to set up their 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 portfolio in a way that it could be transferred the estate could be transferred right so for me generation when is all about uh, gaining capital right and assets and organize it in a, in a particular way that you can then transfer it to the next generation
1: absolutely i i agree and that's even broader than what i was imagining because as you spoke a while ago i'm thinking hold on all assets all estates set up all your estate to be transferred shish that that in itself is a whole session okay but let's keep it moving <laughs> all right mm-hmm. so Lakeham, i want to know was that something you are a recipient of like was there a transfer that came in, you know, from your family, from, you know, maybe somebody, your father's father, your mother's mother? Were you were you blessed in that kind of a way?
2: Well, I wasn't blessed um, in the sense that I wasn't a direct recipient of, of generational wealth. But what happens is that the mindset, right? My, my parents um, always instilled that, okay, right, we weren't the, the recipient of generational wealth like that. But at the end of the day, what we want to do is to ensure that when we pass, we're able to pass on, Wealth to you such as property and at and day they, they have passed on these these mindsets, this mindset to me. So at day I have set up myself in a manner that in the event that even I was to pass, I could be able to pass on generational wealth. right So at day it's not even about that you're not a recipient of it. right It's about your mindset. Again, this is the world mindset show, right I want to develop that mindset that we put ourselves in a position where we can help the next generation
1: strong that's a strong response and it reminds me of i heard a quote once that an inheritance is what you leave for your children but a mm-hmm. legacy is what you leave in them and what you leave in people is mindset so that's so strong um Definitely. but i know your your speciality now you know based on your mm-hmm. profession you're you're in insurance
3: mm-hmm.
1: what is insurance a tool for the average mm-hmm. person you know as we said six million mm-hmm. u.s dollars you may not have it You know, let's come to Jamaica. Six million Jamaican dollars. You may not have it. (laughs) That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. For the international folk of the conversation, six million Jamaican is like fifty thousand US, right? Yeah, I
3: don't
2: know. know.
1: Many people don't have that. How can someone who is not even touching near to that? How can the average person set up generational wealth through insurance?
2: Okay, so insurance is uh, is one of the tools, right? Probably the only tool that you can create an immediate estate, in the sense that. You are able to, with a stroke of a pen, right, in the event that something was happening to you, God forbid, that you can guarantee that your family can have this amount of capital. All right. So it's the fastest way to create an estate. So even the poorest person out there, right, can have an estate that they can transfer. Right? Another thing about is not just about life insurance, also about critical. We talked about amassing wealth, right? If you check what's the number one bank, um, the number one thing that bankrupts people, is medical bills. So mm. you want to get that disabled insurance, you want to get that critical illness insurance. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to erode all those assets, all that capital that you have built, paying medical bills. Because that will diminish the amount that you can transfer to the next generation. So no, let's close let's,
1: second let's term, because that needs to be expounded. Mm -hmm. You are saying that you can create an estate, meaning you can Mm -hmm. have nothing and create something.
2: Yeah, you can have nothing. All the agreement to the insurance company is that, okay, once you pay your premiums, when, if something goes happen to you, we can then, okay, we guarantee that we pay this to to whoever your family members are, right? So that Mm -hmm. in itself is generational wealth, right? Yes. And again, on the other part that we touched about critical illness, which is very important because at the end of the day, you can amass a lot of wealth, but it can be eroded through medical bills. So you want to cover a basis and protect your wealth.
1: So in one sense, it can enhance someone who already has. In another That's sense, true. it helps mm-hmm. someone who doesn't have a thing to create. And then, of mm-hmm. course, in both true. senses, with critical illness, it allows for you to protect what was created from either... That's... Wow. That... Boy, I didn't. That's right. We keep having these limiting conversations. <laughs> i like, that's true, that's true, that's go, true. Boys, what? I love um, you too. Mm-hmm. Yes, go
2: ahead. And again, again, what well, the thing about the insurance that's so important, I remember we talked about generation well, is the transferring aspect mm. of it. Okay. Because your beneficiaries are on your, are on your policies. It's easy for, for it to be transferred to them. Right. So it's, it's a lot more complicated to even transfer a property or even um, securities. Right. Strong. To somebody else. Right. But it's so easy. All it takes is a a pin.
1: And I'm seeing a comment from one of our watchers, Jesse, saying, there are different types of insurance plans and starting early is the best.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, that, I, that, that's true, Jesse.
1: <laughs> awesome. And then, of course, we have another comment here from Saturn mm-hmm. Brownie. Yes, but also the investment of time, not just money, how to collaborate and consolidate mm-hmm. to monetize, not just in money, but in time, affiliations, ideas. Because, you know, mm-hmm. I, I was saying the other day, listen, true. you know, knowledge is the new currency. Ideas yeah, is the new currency. And imagine financial you literacy. Having, come again, financial literacy.
2: Financial literacy, yeah.
1: The new currency. So imagine mm-hmm. now... But, it's, you know, let's just hold a second on that, because I'm now saying, look, listen to this. I am now having a conversation. Mm-hmm. We're collaborating. And mm-hmm. through this collaboration, through this few moments of time I have now been equipped to Mm -hmm. now go and say wait a minute and then the action I can take from (laughs) this investment of my time and whoever is listening can now take some action and go away and then the entire future just changes just like that the right association Mm -hmm. the right information the right collaborations Mm -hmm. you just don't even know what it can do even if it's just a conversation like this or the meeting ideas that form a new Mm. business, you never know. So thanks for that comment, Satin Brownie. That was strong, strong, strong. Now, the last question for you, Lakeham, is Mm -hmm. how do we now shift Mm -hmm. the way we think, so we're speaking about Mm -hmm. mindset, to be more accepting and receptive Mm -hmm. of investing and insurance in general? Because I'm sure, I'm sure that you have a lot of people that are just not appreciating, like a commenter said earlier, everybody's thinking about now 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 so when you're saying you're setting Mm -hmm. this up for then 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 for children Mm -hmm. so many people are resistant to that how do you how do you what would you recommend that so how do you recommend they think and Mm -hmm. how do you now overcome this so that persons can have a renewed mind
2: okay so the uh, big problem is that again a lot of people are not recipients of, of generational wealth tend to have it as an abstract concept and tend to live in the know because they they have not benefited from something that their grandparents have done right so that's the first issue that we have right there. we need to have that mindset and foster that culture right um again we spoke about financial literacy it's very i feel that we are not teaching especially the youngsters right about finances in a way we're not showing them the time value of money because Um, what 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 is happening is that it's all a numbers game it's all a numbers game and if you don't understand the numbers at the end of the day it doesn't matter if I'm showing you the greatest thing in the, in the world you don't understand it right mm-hmm. and at sure. the end of the day when you, when you have ignorance you're going to always feel like somebody's tricking you right Um, or a scam and so forth right mm-hmm. and scams are very um, they're, they're, they're out there a lot so yes. at the end of the day it is going to take a, a very financial literate mind you yes. can see through the, through the, the clutter and how we're going to do this, again, change the mindset. Have to have this mindset. It's not about just now. Also, the way how we build families need to change. It's a bit chaotic, right? Mm. In the sense that it's not planned. So mm. we can we can lay the foundations. Because at day I've spoken to clients, and I've said to them, you plan on having children? And I say, yeah, so at day, why are you waiting for when the children are here to start building the the, the work right you're supposed to start the very day you have you had this this you can't see the notion that you want a family is the first day you're supposed to have a conversation about wealth and about about building that 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 generational wealth they're going to pass on because again as i said it's not about the amount it's about the what the transfer because at the end of the day, it could be a car right it could be a car that you transfer to the next generation and that can save um your grandchild from 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 purchasing a car that's a car payment that they don't have to pay right they yes. can free up money that they can invest in themselves and them and can can translate so we get fixated on the the level and the amount okay i need to leave this this amount i want to be a a, a elon musk or a quotient mm. no you need to just focus on your mindset
3: mm. and
2: adjust just allow that every asset that you have obtained make it so go to go to where we need to go to talk to your lawyer talk to your wealth advisor how can i make this easily transferable because at the end of the day don't matter how much wealth you have a you can't transfer it
1: like him value like amazing amazing value shared today i really wish we could continue in this conversation you already know um but where can we find you lake Him? where can we find you online anybody that's in jamaica can
2: probably find you on your mm-hmm. social handles to continue this conversation. But um, where can Thank we find you. you? Well, you can find me on Facebook, um, with my name and Kem Wright. I'm on IG Lake The Right, and I'm also on LinkedIn. So if you ever want to connect, right, you can connect with me. I'm always available to me have conversations about generational wealth and just protecting value. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day. We have to protect the value so that we can transfer it thanks again
1: absolutely Asha. no thank you so much for the value you brought today a wealth mindset was definitely je- um developed today thank you lake have a great yeah,
2: Saturday. Man. yeah man thank you very much man.
1: wow wow wow. well we wrap up that session i am sitting here honestly mind blown because i'm like wow i learned so much from that conversation yes we absolutely may bring him back for part two as one of our commenters has requested, and we are about family planning. So you know, FamilyAllTheWay.com is one of our partners. So we are absolutely on the right conversation in the right direction. So it's been a riveting, riveting conversation with the wealth mindset today. I am going to be starting recommending a book of the week or book of the month, however long you want to take to read it, because these principles have been spoken about for generations. It's established and discussed in the Bible, leaving inheritance for your children's children, but there's a book that really touches on it and it's called The Richest Man in Babylon by George S. Clayson. You can get it on Amazon. You can probably get an audible version. You can probably find it on YouTube. However you need to get the information, get it, because you need to be setting up an inheritance for your children's children. It's been an absolute pleasure to be with you this morning on the Wealth Mindset Show. It's your girl, Marsha Gay Miles. You can find me at Marcia Gay Miles on all social platforms. And let's get connected there. See you next week. And we will absolutely close with a special message from one of our partners here in today's spotlight. Hold your vision, keep the faith, stay in gratitude, and live on purpose. God bless y'all. Have a great day.
4: Helping to make dreams become a reality. That is her mission. Today, we are here to introduce you to a phenomenal woman of God, an ordained minister, counselor, speaker, licensed wedding officiant, a certified chaplain. She holds a doctorate in theology, masters in pastoral counseling and divinity, and a bachelor's in psychology, along with certifications in Christian counseling, mental health, Adolescence Behavior and Family Counseling. So I'd like to speak to you a little about your work with families and couples. When I visited your website, greatwisdomunlimited.com. So that leads me to ask you, how important is family counseling and who should seek it? The importance of family counseling is very important. That should
3: be Priority, and I'm going to speak from just being my, um, being an Afro American, black African American person, right? We out here, I mean, and I'm going to speak only in my small circle because I don't know what's going on in the rest of the world. But I know in my circle, my immediate family, my immediate friends, and the friends I've known over the years, they don't do counseling. That's just a fact. I can only speak from my small circle. They don't do counseling. And because I practice counseling now, this is what I stress to them. You need counseling. You need to seek someone, someone who can be objective, someone you can miss, a speaking board, if you will. They won't hear you with no bias, no prejudice behind it because they don't know you. When you go to your friends and your family, they know you. They're going to give you your opinion, their opinion. They're going to give you their advice. And 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 if they are doing this, who are these folks? What what's your life doing so good that I even should listen to you? And a lot of times, their life is not even. You know, they're not even doing what they're advising.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So be careful. Go to that stranger. Go to that stranger and mm-hmm. um, think, think, because that's what we are. We're mediators. We see what's the other person don't. We are an outside looking in.
4: Yeah. If someone is listening right now and they are thinking about getting premarital or family counseling, but they have doubts, what would you say to them? Well, again, I am a
3: woman of God, and the Spirit leads me in everything that I do. And the beautiful thing about what I do, my counseling is based around the Bible. I can't do it and neither can I. I, don't care how, what your skill sets and how awesome you may think you are, it is the spirit of God that covers it all for, for us all. I'm here to listen to that listening board, think mm-hmm. if you will, yell, scream, I may even give you a punching bag if we're in, in person, punch the bag, mm-hmm. get it out, now once you get all of that out and clear the air and get all of that pollution out, now. How do you feel and
4: where do you start? Indeed. You Indeed. So my final question is, how does someone book your services? Call me up. Go to my website. Send me an email. You can text me. You can call me. We're, wherever close you go, everybody is into the device. You can contact Dr. Wanda Thomas at great. And that's GR number eight. Wisdomunlimited at yahoo.com. Great Wisdom Unlimited at yahoo.com on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and at www.great. Once again, GR number eight, wisdomunlimited.com. Or you can call at 1732 900 That's 1732 900 Or email us at info at umeradio.com. Until next time, I'm Trisha Gay Kelly.
3: International, 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 international. You elevate you your life.